0: Eternal soul. Allow yourself to just be absorbed. In this awareness. America Meditating Radio that was Letting Go from Inclusion Revolution by yours truly. Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy New Year. What an incredible time. It's been an awakening for many on various levels. It's also been perhaps one of the greatest challenges of all time for many. And right now we are entering a particular year where there are going to be a lot of individuals out of jobs. There's going to be a lot of financial insecurity. And again, the looming of possibility of, you know, maybe catching COVID. So to what extent are you informed, educated, aware, determined, you know, focused on what needs to be done to move life a little bit easier in 2021? According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, U.S. employers cut 20 20- 2 million jobs in March and April. And since then, just over half have been recovered. Millions of Americans are still out of work, and the employment outlook doesn't look that bright. But there is some help at hand. On December 28 and 29, global outplacement and executive coaching firm challenger Gray and Christmas will... Suspend business for two days to provide free career and job search advice to callers nationwide. This is why this show is really, really important to you. Now remember this again. On December 28 and 29, global outplacement and executive coaching firm Challenger Gray and Christmas will suspend business for two days to provide free career and job search advice to callers nationwide. Joining us today is Andrew M. Challenger, Senior Vice President at Challenger Gray and Christmas. Andrew is responsible for managing key relationships, implementing outplacement programs, and facilitating executive coaching projects across the company. He is a proven thought leader on the workplace and economy, having been quoted in publications such as the USA Today, Wall Street Journal, and New York Times. He has also appeared as an expert on CNBC, Yahoo Finance, and Fox Business. Today we welcome Andrew Challenger to America Meditating Radio. Hi, Andrew. Welcome, shalom, and happy holidays.
1: Happy holidays to you. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, what you're doing and what you're offering is really important for all communities. And right now the unemployment and hunger in the U.S. have skyrocketed. We are witnessing long food lines around the country, and many are living in insecurity, losing their homes. By the way, we have two meditation museums in the nation's capital, and they've been closed since March. We don't even know if we're going to open up next year. We just don't know. It's one month at a time. So the fact that your company is doing what it's doing, it's important that at least a community like ours is aware so that you know they can also seek your help. So before we discuss this in detail, share with us a little bit, what does the current job market actually look like, real time?
1: Yeah, well, your synopsis up front definitely tells the overall picture. 22 million jobs lost, about half of those jobs have come back, but there are still entire sectors of the economy that are really struggling, particularly when those jobs are expected to be done face-to-face. So entertainment and leisure, travel, hospitality, restaurants and bars, these businesses are having an incredibly difficult time operating in this environment, and it's not entirely clear when those positions will come back, if they ever will. So one thing that we're discussing with our clients, people that we're working with in their own job searches is thinking about the skill sets you have, the accomplishments and where you might be able to apply those skills in different parts of the economy that are hiring during this crisis period, at least for the interim. You can go back to your career if those jobs return, but if not, you've started off in a new direction for the time being.
0: Now, COVID has been big all over the world. It's impacted the economy massively. Could you kind of elaborate how? Is it just because of the businesses that are closing down, or have you noticed that that it's impacting even at a much larger scale?
1: Yeah, well, COVID has certainly impacted Pacific businesses that are basically unable to operate during these times. I think your point is is that there's also some larger changes that are happening to people in response to COVID-19. When I think about the retail space in particular, There was a long-term trend of brick-and-mortar retail businesses slowly closing down as people started to move more of their shopping habits online. Well, COVID-19 has accelerated that tenfold. A lot of Americans, a lot of people around the world have begun to change the way they shop, to even do small purchases online. So it creates an enormous amount of uncertainty for retail businesses not knowing whether this change is going to be permanent in people's lives. Have they moved to online shopping forever? Have they found it more convenient? Or will they return to stores? There will be a real demand for in-person shopping once, say, the vaccine has dampened down the COVID crisis. And so that uncertainty makes it difficult for businesses to make decisions And when it's difficult for businesses to make decisions, they end up doing a lot less hiring.
0: What has benefited because of COVID in terms of businesses? Which businesses would you say are doing good and will do good post-COVID?
1: Yeah, there's a couple areas of the economy that are expanding. And so if you're looking for positions, these are some good places to look. So the flip side of brick-and-mortar stores closing is an expansion of e-commerce and the back infrastructure that allows that to be possible. So transportation and warehousing are two areas that are hiring at a very rapid pace right now as companies need to build out the back-end infrastructure to deliver products to people around the country and around the world. We're also seeing an increase in need for health care. You see a lot of yeah. uh, big trend as baby boomers begin to get to the age where they need more intensive health care and around-the-clock health care, that's an area that's going to expand for another decade. So lots of roles that don't necessarily require a lot of medical training, but require you to be face-to-face with patients. So that is an area that a lot of people that have customer service skills, people that have worked in sales and retail, it's a great place for them to go for the next phase of their career.
0: Mm. What are some of the businesses that you as an expert, you're pretty clear that they will not likely return or return to the same extent as before the pandemic? For example, our museums. Is that one of them?
2: And I can handle it. (laughs) Hopefully
1: that's not one of them. I think there's a pretty clear feeling of pent-up demand. People would love to go to museums and walk around and be among other people, even though it might not be safe right now. I think those are the types of businesses that will return and flourish and see a real boom as soon as it's safe, as soon as people feel comfortable going out in public. Those are the types of businesses that, while paused, I have a lot of optimism about.
0: What I think- else? Tell me some more.
1: Another area where I'm not necessarily as optimistic, but there will certainly be a bounce back is is restaurants. Clearly, restaurants have been really suffering through the pandemic. There's quite a few that aren't going to survive, that aren't going to make it to the other side. But again, there's pent up demand for it. So those that do survive, I think will thrive in late 2021 and going forward, there's going to be a real desire for people to return to in-person dining.
0: What about Um, churches and religious places? They've gone through a lot, and I don't know how many have closed so far. Do you know the numbers?
1: I don't have numbers on church closings. During times of crisis, I think people have increased desire for religion, for places that help them make sense of the world and feel more comfortable in a chaotic situation. So, While people can't attend religious services in person right now, I think Mm -hmm. there will very possibly be a boom, not just a return, but a real seeking from people on the other side of this crisis that helps them gain clarity and comfort. And during times like this, there's a historical precedent to see a real boom in religiosity after time periods of crisis like this.
0: Right. I can only imagine, especially with so many online options now, I've seen that a lot of people are turning online. I'm just wondering when it all opens back up, if they're going to be running in, or have they created a kind of a comfort zone that it's just easier for them to worship on a Zoom session or on Facebook or YouTube?
1: Yeah. I think this advancement in technology has allowed new avenues to reach people, allows Diverse congregations from, say, anywhere in the world To meet in an online space together But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I think there's a certain element of being face-to-face Of being next to another human being And the Mm -hmm. way it makes you feel that I think people really crave And those types of in-person communities Often religious outlets are the center of individual communities And I think there's going to be undoubtedly a return to that once it's safe to do so.
0: Well, let's move to college students and graduates. They're facing massive student loan debts and joblessness. And perhaps what their focus and studies were, maybe there are no jobs for that right now when they come out. Is there any specific advice that you could share if anyone's listening in in that particular position?
1: Yeah, we do see the long-term effects. When there's a downturn in the economy, it can often reflect the graduating classes throughout the course of their lifetimes. They start in the lower-paying jobs, and it's difficult to climb out of deficit in some ways that they enter into because the job market's bad when they graduate. Ways to overcome it are to, I think, be really flexible. Oftentimes, the dream career path isn't initially available Uh, Mm
2: -hmm. but
1: if you can take a side route take a position that might not be ideal but allows you to still earn a living while you pursue making connections within the world where your dream job lies it's a really valuable way to spend time right there once say jobs open back up in parts of the economy where you might want to work there's going to be a really long line for those jobs
2: there's going to be a lot of people.
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be competitive. So this is a great time. one thing we find right now is that people are really generous with their time. So you can reach out to experts in the field that you want to work in eventually. Ask them for 15-minute coffee chat over the phone, maybe set up a Zoom. People are really open to that right now. So if you can spend your time trying to make personal connections with people and in industries that you want to work with now – That will pay enormous dividends when jobs do return.
0: Beautiful. Well, now let's go to the amazing work that your company is doing. What is the Challenger Career Help Hotline? And how long have you all been doing this?
1: This will be our 35th year. So we've been doing this for a long time. The company is about 50 years old. So for the majority of it, after the holidays are over, we suspend our normal business operations and have All of our professional job search coaches gather. Usually it's in our office, but today everybody's doing it from their own homes this year. And we open up our hotline for Americans around the country to call in and get personal job search advice from an expert, whether it is thinking about ideas on where your skills are going to be the most play in the market or If there's specific interview questions say you've run into or you read about online and you're worried about your answer, give us a call. Have an expert talk through those specific questions that are personal to you, and hopefully we can provide quite a bit of help in terms of how you're going to present yourself to the market and help you brush up on a skill, uh, the job search, that you don't have to use very many times in your lives there's no reason to be an expert in it, so you know, give us a call and get some personal advice.
0: Mm, beautiful. That's wonderful to hear. So what inspired your company, though, to start offering that service for the community, and has it been quite successful?
1: It has. We've been wow. doing this for a very long time. We get many thousands of people calling in and having individual conversations, and it's, for us, just a way that we feel like we can give back to the community, particularly at a time of crisis and high unemployment like this. It's actually something that we've been doing throughout the coronavirus crisis. Just every so often we'll do webinars and have people have access to coaches. But this end-of-the-year holiday tradition is something we've been doing for a long time, and we hope provides a great deal of help to people.
0: That's so beautiful. Thank you for doing that. I understand that more virtual job interviews are actually being conducted now. How else has the job search kind of process changed?
1: Yeah, that is
0: absolutely something that's changed.
1: We have you know C suite level executives going through entire job searches to lead companies and they never meet somebody face to face through this process through the last nine months. So things have really dramatically changed. Often that just means you need to practice a new medium. So there's new technology you need to get used to. There is new software and hardware that are worth testing out. And one of the things that we work with with our clients is just going through the practice of getting comfortable for those types of interviews. So filming yourself, have a coach or a family member or somebody that you trust in your business life Look at mm-hmm. the responses to questions that you're giving in a recorded format, and often they'll notice little things that you don't, maybe not looking at the camera or there's something in your background. It's harder to make a personal connection with people over technology. I believe than it is in person. So you need to practice it and be really comfortable right. because it's an entirely <laughs> new format for so many people.
0: It seems like everyone's practicing acting now is a career because of all the virtual interviews and practices that they have to do now.
1: Well, I think the smart people are doing that. (laughs) I think it's really valuable to get practice, even if you conduct lots of interviews on the other side. When it's you sitting in the chair having to weave a compelling narrative about your career, speak poignantly about what types of skills and values you're going to bring to the organization you're interviewing for, It's not easy, and it doesn't come naturally for almost anyone. So it's really worth putting in time and energy and practice and asking loved ones, colleagues, people to help you with that process
0: as much as possible. Beautiful. On the personal note, what have you learned in these last nine months? Just internally for you as a person, any realizations have been highlighted for you and you sort of said, wow, you know, I would have never known this about myself if it wasn't for COVID.
1: Yeah, (laughs) for me personally, there is a cost to being isolated and to being lonely that this time period, I think for me personally, has really helped me realize how important the people in my life around me are and how not being with them, not seeing my colleagues face-to-face every day, not seeing my friends and family on a regular basis had a negative impact. I think a lot of times it's easy to think you're invincible to that. I think it just has really increased my gratitude for Mm -hmm. being around people.
0: Yeah, true. I agree with that too. Have you found that these few months have opened up maybe a lot of emotions for you as well, or even your creativity? Has there been anything new that you have realized that, wow, I didn't even know I had that talent or skill or I didn't know that these feelings were in me?
1: Sure. I think this crisis has required everybody to not only be resilient, but also, like you said, be creative. You have to figure out new ways to do your work, new ways to connect with people, new ways to operate a business. And I think that act of having to think on your feet and be creative during a crisis has allowed many people to realize new skills that they might be able to utilize in ways that are really valuable.
0: Well said. Any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our amazing listeners today? Any main messages you'd like to give them?
1: Yeah, I think I'd like to just let people know that they should be hopeful about their job searches. On my end, I'm working with, thousands of job seekers across the country all the time. And despite the fact that it's a very difficult overall job market, individually, people are landing. There are companies that need help every single day. I have a job seeker reach out to us with the fact that they've offered an acceptance letter, that they've moved on to a new job that they're happy about. And there really are areas of the economy that are expanding. And so I know there's a lot of hopelessness out there right now, but I think you should never despair too much because the economy is always moving forward and there really are great opportunities to be had.
0: Great to hear. Where can our listeners find more information about the free services you'll be offering on December 28th and 29?
1: Yeah, you can always come check out our website at G R A Y. Dot .com and the number people can call into is 312-422-5010.
0: Sounds perfect. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's been a pleasure, and thanks again for doing what you're doing. Really Absolutely. appreciate it.
1: Pleasure to speak with you, Sister Jenna. Thanks for having me on.
0: Mm-hmm. All the best, brother. Take care. All right, everyone. You've got the information. Go to com Put in your calendar December 28 and 29 for any information about what to do during this pandemic where job insecurity, finances, and stuff are concerned. Challenger, Gray, and Christmas will be there to help you. I hope you've enjoyed our chit chat today with our wonderful Andrew Challenger, who has given us some really special insights. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. So let's do that. Here is Elizabeth Padilla from Novato, California. We are one family, and yes, we are. And as we approach the holiday season, please be careful, be well, and do take care of one another. All the best, everyone.